this is episode 580 of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast for Wednesday, January 23rd, 2019. I am your host, Marcus Nez, and today I'll be talking about At Sundown, Shots in the Dark, Vane, and Monster Party, which is a movie, not a game. Uh, before I get to all that, though, I want to talk about a bit of news, and this news is related to Wargroove which uh, lightly <laughs> rhymes with news. Anywho, Wargroove just announced their official release date for Switch, PC, and Xbox One. And it'll be coming out on February 1st of this year, of course. Uh, PS4, uh, the release date will be coming soonish, or at least the announcement will be coming soonish. And I am curious if this is because they're trying to talk out crossplay with PS4 and Sony because it will be launching with day one crossplay between all the the platforms uh, on that day Xbox One PC and Switch which is really nice there's also a level editor that I did not know about which I believe the levels you can you can download them and all that but I think you can upload them and they're all like if you create a level on Switch you can download on Xbox One etc which will be great for you know, keeping the flood of content in it, you know, user-created content, uh, plenty. Um, uh, yeah, and if you don't remember what Wargroove is, it is the Advance Wars-esque game that looks very much so like Advance Wars. Uh, it's the most Advance Wars game we'll get outside of a new Advance Wars in the foreseeable future, and... I'd, I highly doubt we'll ever see another Advance Wars. I, I don't want to say that. Uh, you know, The success of the Switch and the fact that it's perfect, uh, it's a perfect platform for the series, who, who knows? Who knows? It would be wonderful to see it return. And maybe if they see how well Wargroove does, they'll be like, huh, maybe we should make the actual one and not just let people make games that are like our, our series and not reap the benefits and, and all that from it. But yeah, I'm, I'm really excited for that. I've been excited for that game since it was first announced at the the, the very first Nindies Direct, I believe. Uh, or maybe it would have been a, a regular Direct. I don't know. But I remember when I first saw that, it was the game I was probably most excited for. Uh, so the fact that it's finally coming out and on more than just Switch is pretty great. Anywho, uh, I have... That's two anywho's. That's a lot of anywho's. Uh, I mean, it's just two, but two anywho's. And all the other anywho's I've said referring to the, the first two anywho's seems excessive. Anywho, I have played At Sundown, Shots in the Dark, and Vane, which are two very different games. And I am planning to put up video reviews for both. And I want to try some new things and experiment a little with them. So hopefully they'll come out well and I'll actually post them. And hopefully I'll be able to have some fun with them and all that kind of jazz. So, yeah. The, re and the reason why I want to do that is because I really like making Attack the Backlog. And Attack the Backlog is, in a way, a review of just an old game that is in my backlog that I'm getting around to finally. So this, these would just be more timely video reviews, uh, videos, 
and I really liked making them. The anime podcast is on hold indefinitely because as much as I would like to do it and as easy as it is to put together a podcast for me because I don't do a lot of editing or anything for for this show at least. Um, The main reason why I was doing it was because I looked at YouTube and noticed for a while that anime stuff on there does consistently really well. And I was like, oh, well, I can do a weekly podcast too, because that'll probably do pretty well as well. But then after not being a huge fan of the first trial episode and thinking about it more, I just I just stepped back and said, you know what, as much as I love anime and would actually like to do an anime podcast, my reason for creating this particular show was because I expected it to do well and get numbers, and that's not why I want to do anything. So it was a lapse in judgment, and I'd rather do video reviews that are less frequent, but things I enjoy a lot and and may get traction. Who knows? I don't know. Um, So yeah, with those video reviews, I would ideally like to keep it under 10 minutes. Whereas with Attack the Backlog, it can get close to 30 minutes. The Yakuza 0 Attack the Backlog episode, when I get around to recording that audio, which I've been holding off on just because I feel like that one could be a monster. Because um, that game is a monster, and it's just going to be crazy. But yeah. Planning to do video reviews for the two games I'm about to talk about. So, I'm going to get to them now. I almost said you know what, but I didn't. Anyway, after, not after, I always want to call it after sundown, at sundown, colon, shots in the dark, a subtitle that doesn't need to exist at all, is a game I played on PC a few months or so ago, it was probably longer now at this point, but uh, it was one of the first, first on Discord games, I believe. So it had that 90-day window of exclusivity, and it didn't do the game any favors. I couldn't find anyone to play with online or anything like that, which is still true on Xbox, but the game launched yesterday, and it's not a Game Pass thing, so that's not going to help it. Um, But it is a top-down multiplayer shooter where everyone is invisible, except when they're in light, or when they are either sprinting or dashing around, then you can see a little trail for them, their color. And you're just trying to either, you know, depending on the game mode, get in uh, King of the Hill. You want to be in the zone by yourself and you'll score points that way. Regular deathmatch, get the most kills. You know, time deathmatch, get the most kills within a certain amount of time. Capture the flag, get the flag, bring it back to your base. Uh, and some variants on all game modes, the variants you can use in all game modes, like having it be that the level is completely dark, there aren't light sources or anything, which is fun. And there are also some more interesting game modes, like, I forget what it's called, but everyone starts out with one weapon, and you get a new weapon every time you get a kill. And you're basically trying to be the first person to get through all the weapons. And I like a lot of the game. I think it runs pretty well i remember having issues on pc which is one of the things that annoyed me 
I think the bots are competent. There's local play as well. But the thing that really bothers me, despite liking it quite a bit, is that so much of the content is locked behind the leveling system, which in the grand scheme of things doesn't take too long to unlock everything. There's going to be math in my video review. I'm going to mention some of it here, but I'm going to actually go through the math in full detail on there. But you start out, no level. And every time you level up, you get something new, whether it's a new weapon, a new area, or a new game mode or uh, variant and there are 17 levels in total at the start of the game what you're given is three areas that both that all have three different maps which are basically just different layouts the same look but just slightly different layouts that may or may not feel different depending on the area and as you play through the game and level up you'll unlock I believe three more areas you start off with like a park a house that has one layout that is pretty much the clue board which I really like and a factory then you unlock a disco area uh, like nuclear power plant area and a subway which add in some kind of and the, the areas can have their own kind of um, space specific area specific hazards or just things that can impede or, or reveal your movement like on the in the factory you have these they have these beams that if you walk through i think they reveal you uh in the subway there's a train that will go through and it will kill you if it hits you in the the, the power plant one there are these bits of sludgy goo on the ground that if you walk through then your steps will be shown for a, a short period of time and on the disco one the lights are timed with the music which is kind of interesting but in addition to those unlocks you have maybe close to 10 or so weapons and a handful of new modes slash variants and what i hate about this is that the, the base game, what you're given at the very beginning, is very little, and it, it gets repetitive and old pretty fast. You have five starting weapons, those three areas that aren't, they're okay. Um, I think the, the other ones are more interesting, and a very limited number of game modes that are all the, the basic stuff. Some of the best modes and variants are unlocked at the very end Um because I really like the one where all the lights are out. That's the very last one you unlock, the, that variant. And also the one where you're playing around with the, the weapons. And it doesn't take an incredibly long time to unlock these. If you brute force, if you brute force it and specifically go out to try and do it, if you just play basic deathmatch, and I would recommend playing with you know just the, the basic rule set, medium level bots, 10 kills, first to 10 kills wins. I would change all the, the AI weapons to revolvers because those are fine weapons, but I don't think they're that great. And if you play through this match over and over and over again, winning, getting 10 kills, you will get 75 XP. It takes 500 XP to level up. So it takes, if you if you do this every time perfectly, don't, lose a match and get that 75 xp 
for every level that's six point six 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 um games per level um and each game takes about a minute on average i'd say and and then tack on 15 seconds to restart it and everything and the timer and all that so it's a minute and 15 seconds per game doing it this way where you're not changing the level so you're just playing the same level with the same weapons over and over and over again because if you if you want to change the level you have to back out and it's going to take time if you want to change the game mode it's going to be i don't have to back out it's going to take time so if you if you are purposely going out it's not going to take a super long time but it's still going to take a a while to get through all those levels and and everything and it's not going to be the most fun thing to do i did it because i just wanted to unlock everything and i didn't enjoy it and that's the thing that i think really sucks about the game is just locking all the content because i know people were upset when super smash brothers ultimate locked the characters but all the levels were unlocked and I'm assuming all the items were unlocked. I don't know how all that works, but you just had to unlock characters. Well, what if in Super Smash Brothers, most of the characters were locked, most of the or half the 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 maps were locked, and then the majority of the items or whatever for people who care about items were locked as well, and you had to unlock all these, and you only got one of them every time you leveled up after playing, you know, a handful of matches. That'd be a bit frustrating. Um, so yeah, it kind of puts a damper on the mood of the game because I, I really enjoy the the simplistic nature of the mechanics and and, and the setup. You know, being invisible and uh, being able to lose track of yourself too because you're everyone's invisible. It's not like you see yourself, and if you're playing online, you see yourself, but you don't see anyone else. Everyone's invisible, regardless of how you're playing it and you're revealed when you shoot your gun or like I said, dash or uh, a sprint or in light. And it's really simple, but it, it is fun. It's really fun. Uh, even playing against the bots. I think the bots are competent and I, I really like the game. It'll be interesting to see, or it'll be important to see if it gets any kind of online community on Xbox. Um, I'm not sure on PC if there's a community for it at this point because I don't know I'm, I'm assuming it's been released on Steam and then on PS4 and Switch I can't say either but uh, I've enjoyed my time with it on Xbox One despite those annoyances but I think if you don't have friends to play with locally you might want to hold off for a little while because I, I don't think nearly as many people are fond of playing against bots as I am. I really enjoy playing as bots if the game is good. Um, and I always like that as an option. I, I've talked about it in the past. Um, but the online play at, at this point is pretty much dead. But like I said, it just came out yesterday. And it'll take at least a week. I'd give it a week to see how it grows in that sense. Um, but yeah. I, I, I like At Sundown despite... The fact that I think it locks too much shit away that you have to unlock. Um, and I, I, I don't know how long it would take if you're just playing it casually. Um, but yeah, I, I I went through and did some math because of this game, which I 
I'm not fond of doing. I'm, I don't want to do math anymore. I'm an adult. I don't. Math is. I'm sick of math. Especially since my uh, community college, where I got my associate's degree before transferring to get my bachelor's degree in fiction writing, uh, tricked me. I'm going to say they tricked me. They tricked me into taking fancy cal- uh, calculus as an elective. I thought that was going to meet my requirement for math. They told me it was, and I took it. I do not like calculus. I was fine in it. Whatever. I got an A in calculus. Could I remember any of the shit today? No, because it's calculus. I don't use calculus. Why would I want to use calculus? I don't care about calculus. But I had to take stats later, which was really annoying because the teacher was literally fucking... He was the worst... Maybe... He wasn't the worst teacher I've ever had because I've had a teacher who was a womanizing pig who is a large part of why I left art school and I fucking hated him. And I, there, there's a lot of history there, but he was the laziest teacher I've ever known because he basically just said, okay, here's the, here's the textbook. Do this work. If you have any questions, I'm here in class, but if you don't just Go on doing yourself. I'm not going to teach you. You figure it out for yourself. If you can, if you have, if you're struggling, then I'll help you. Which maybe isn't a bad way to go around teaching, to go about teaching, but it's unusual, not common, uh, and very weird. And he also played us a few episodes of like Star Trek and um, an episode of the Twilight Zone, which I guess I don't know if they were supposed to be statistics related it was a star trek episode where they were having a trial about whether data was considered to be a human or something i don't i don't remember and then the twilight zone episode was i don't know but i don't feel like the statistics had anything to do with it i think he just wanted to watch an episode of the twilight zone and no one was complaining because it's like oh good you just chill out I, i think maybe even he didn't care if you stayed in class which is similar to the way that womanizing piece of shit felt where it's like whatever uh not 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 a huge fan of that um but moving on to vein so vein is on i th- i played on ps4 i think it's also on switch and pc it is journey-esque where you start off as a boy in some kind of crazy lightning storm then you're a bird and then you fly around and you aren't given any direction really occasionally it'll tell you press this button and you'll do something and you figure things out on your own you when you find clumps of gold crap on the ground you can turn back into a boy which is where you do some platforming and then you turn back into a bird and there's a section where you're rolling a big gold ball around and then you ascend this tower and then the game's over, and you're a bird again at the beginning of the game. And you can play through it again, I guess. It's very, very beautiful. And it has some great, great, great music in it. But it is a mess of a game in both gameplay and just in terms of bugs. It is buggy. The camera is shit. The platforming doesn't feel good. The jumping feels terrible. There's no... I don't feel like there's that much consistency in the way the character moves in the in boy form 
as a bird it's fine whatever it's kind of pleasant for a little bit but the camera can lose its mind and just start shaking like there's an earthquake going on and there will be times where you can get stuck in geometry under geometry where the AI characters who are helping you move this ball around when you get to that section will just decide that they don't want to help anymore or either they're running in the corner of a wall and they just keep running even if you get in their way and they stop for a second they still want to run in that uh, direction and there's no way to restart from the the closest checkpoint because there are seemingly checkpoints that exist in game but if you quit out like i had to do when the game bugged out on me in that part i had to play through way more than i wanted to replay through um and that was a really terrible experience because the ai was just shit um when you're climbing things and moving around sometimes your little dude can't walk or jump over a small object and it doesn't make any sense then other times he's fine i don't understand what's going on uh it's just it's just a real mess and yeah i don't know a few times when i was the bird i would fly under the geometry and have to find a way to get out and that wasn't great and the game was apparently buggier prior to some patch that i waited for that to come out before i played through it and it's still got issues it's about i would say a two to two and a half hour game depending on how fast you're able to figure out exactly what to do and get through it and uh if you don't have any issues i got through it in about two hours and 52 minutes or so but subtract a half hour for having to redo that section um because that's how much content i lost that's how much progress i lost during that whole kerfluffle um yeah it's it's a real disappointment because i think the art is lovely I, I love the art um it's got a very stylized like sort of that polygonal vectory art um going on that i really like and the music at times is really 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 good yeah but it just is a bad game with a story that i don't i didn't get what the story was trying to tell me uh, was i a bird and this is the life of the bird because i ascended into like an adult person at some point and then i got sucked into a giant ball and that's how it ended I don't know what the hell is going on. Um, but the one cool thing about it is that I streamed my entire playthrough on Twitch. And at the busiest, I maybe had 10 to 12 people watching, which surprised me a whole hell of a lot because I haven't streamed in about eight months. I'm not a regular streamer. I've never had that many people watch me play any game before. And it was nice it was nice though i was playing this shit game uh you can watch my entire playthrough on twitch if you want to i don't know why you would but it was nice there wasn't a lot of talking in the chat though somebody came in who did follow me 
I got my 10th follower who just posted like three different messages full of emojis, all of which I did not understand. Then another person said something about mod and then a weird collection of letters that I also did not understand that maybe is something, you know, hip young whippersnappers know about. And I don't know. I don't know any of this crap. Um, I don't know if they were asking to be turned into a mod for my weak, empty channel. I don't know. It was weird. And then someone said hi. And I, I said hi to them way later than when they said hi. They were still watching, but they said nothing after that. So it was way more than I expected just in terms of interactions and viewers. It, it was nice. So... Maybe I'll stream some more. What will I stream? Probably the next Attack the Backlog game, which I think I I, th I think I'm going to before I jump into Resident Evil Zero play something nice, quick, and short. Maybe Tacoma or something like that, uh, or I might just jump straight into Resident Evil Zero. But I really want to play some Resident Evil Zero so that I can then play Resident Evil One and eventually get to Resident Evil Two because I'm so excited about that. I need to really stop listening and watching videos of that game because it's just I'm I'm way into everything about that game. It just sounds awesome. Uh you know, I love the demo. Hearing about it gets me excited and I want to play it. I think based on what I've heard, what I've seen, the little I've played this Resident Evil 2 remake seems like it is the best remake that has ever been made. Like the ideal of what we would want out of any remake. And I know it's not something we should come to expect regularly. But God, I would love to see more stuff like this. Uh, you know, the, 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 hand, the, the few games I can think that got similar treatments... Are well, I guess you know, you can also say the Resident Evil remake got for its time when it was remade a significant improvement. You know, if you put those games in now, Resident Evil Zero or the remake on the current consoles, since they were they were brought out on PS4 and Xbox One, they still look pretty good. They don't look as good as Resident Evil 2, this remake, but they still look pretty damn good. Uh, so, those are examples, I guess, as well. But more recent ones that I've thought of are Ratchet & Clank, which is fantastic. is definitely one of the best remakes I've ever played. And it's similar to Resident Evil 2 in that it changes things up and implements things that were learned over the course of history and, and, and since the original came out. Um, and then Twin Snakes, which isn't as recent. It's, it's more in line with the, the Resident Evil remake and all that, but... Uh, I'm super excited about Resident Evil 2, even though I know I'm not going to play it anytime soon. Hopefully, by the time I'm ready for it, it will be on sale, and I'll get it for a little bit cheaper than I would get it now. I still haven't played it in AS Combat 7, if you're wondering. My dad's playing it a shitload, way more than I was expecting, and complaining to me a lot about it, and talking about how much he loves it as well. There's a very love-hate relationship he has with the game, but um, yeah, I still haven't touched it at all. But uh, 
Oh yeah, I forgot. I mentioned Monster Party. Monster Party is a shitty horror thriller thing, I guess, where there's this family and and their friends who are reformed murderers who have been clean for however many months, years, days, whatever. They're having a dinner party. This one uh, girl who is working there, her friends want to rob it, so they take the place of the other workers. And then the one son kills the one worker, and then they're trying to quiet the other ones, first tricking them, and then they're just going to kill them. And everyone gets killed. A lot of people get killed. And then it just gets stupider and stupider and ridiculous. It's garbage. Full of a lot of people you've likely never seen before. Some that you have who made me hope and expect it might be better than it is. But it is a piece of shit. It might be good just to watch as a... Oh, this is this is something. I don't know. I, 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 I'm sure fans of the genre, everyone's favorite... Uh, collection of words would probably be into it i don't know but for me i thought it was just really dumb in not ways i would ever want to watch it again with some really fucking terrible acting and terrible act well terrible acting from terrible actors who you've never seen before because they are terrible at their job and shouldn't work a lot because they are fucking terrible um but yeah that's that's pretty much it so that will do it for this year episode. Once again, I am your host, Marcus Nez. Y'all can find me on Twitter and pretty much everywhere at PX Sausage on No. That just reminded me, what is going on with PSN and the name changes? Is that something that they're like, hey, this is in beta. This isn't going as we expected. We can't fix it as well as we want. There are too many issues. We're never actually gonna release this fully. Like, what is going on? Do you know? If you do know, tell me. Um, but the site is of course pixelatedsausage.com where you can find this podcast the Pixelated Paranormal Podcast and Attack the Backlog which are all available on podcast services across the globe like Stitcher Radio, Google Play, Apple Podcasts and Spotify and if you'd like to check out the video versions, versions of this show or Attack the Backlog you can go over to youtube.com slash pixelatedsausage where you can also check out some anime reviews and Coming soon, some reviews for Vane and At Sundown. And if you'd like to check out my art, you can go over to pxsart.com and check it all out over there. If you see something you like, click the link and it'll take you to where you can purchase a print of the piece you fancy. And if you fancy the site in general and anything that we do, please go over to patreon.com slash pxs and support us that way. And as always, thank you for watching. I hope you enjoy this here episode, and I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. Bye!